Hello again, and welcome to Super Deluxe Gamescast for Thursday, July 23rd. If you're not aware, SDGC meets right here each and every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss the latest gaming headlines and the politics of both the art form and the industry. If you've been along for the ride so far, welcome home. And if not, thank you for sticking. Thank you for, you know, fuck it. We're live. Okay. I've already it's had been one, one of those nights. Our motto. We're alive. I've already, I've already had one drink tonight, and I'm halfway through my second one, and I just. Oh don't fuck! Have I gotta grab my well, beer. Never mind. Right I need to go get mine. Get Hold one. on. Well, so everybody's yeah. fucking. Yeah. Hold on. I brought my water. I'm prepared. Everybody, everybody's fucking gone. Everybody left. Everybody well, just left to get alcohol. Like that—that's a glowing endorsement of this show. Where, well, like three out of the five people just left to grab alcohol to make well, it through an episode. Someone, you gotta do someone, what you gotta do, man. So, someone, go ahead and capture that and put it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, fucking everybody immediately leaves to go to go get get oh how that's beautiful so justin thank you for being the one person who stood his ground and said you know what i don't need the devil's libation to to do a podcast i i'm ready to talk about video games now as i take a i deal with you all sober yeah exactly your fault i just You you should just be high on life Justin, I just, I just fucking love that literally everybody got up and left. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> All right, so welcome to SDGC, everybody. Uh, it's been a very busy week. Uh, well, when I say busy, it's been busy for Xbox and not so busy for other big. We're here to talk about Nintendo. Yeah, yeah we're gonna talk about some Nintendo stuff. We're gonna talk about some Xbox stuff. I mean, that was uh, that was a big direct we got to go through, guys. It was. It, it oh, is. I don't it know. Is. I'll talk about we, that. I, I mean, hopefully, fuck. Hopefully, we got time. Uh, but uh, at any rate, uh, you may have noticed that we have a new face here on the podcast. This is me. Brittany. It's Brittany. Oh. Uh, Hello. At, at it's Peachia on Hello. Twitter. Brittany uh, is an STGC community member, and she is the first in a line of community members we will be highlighting here uh, on the podcast. Brittany, how long have you actually been listening to this fucking train wreck? Probably a little over a year now. I'm so I've, I'm sorry for that because I think I started following you from Kyle G- Gatto. Yeah, when the E3 shit came out and it was the Call of Duty shit, mm. that's when I started following you. And then after I started following you, then that's when I started watching the podcast. Okay, okay. And uh, uh, on a scale of one to ten, uh, how would you actually rate the quality and content? Of, you know what? Not everything's perfect. We, we don't need to discuss <laughs> that. We can just like I, I, I would give us a solid seven. Or maybe 6.5, I think. Okay, so the people great, your content, as in you specifically, maybe not the greatest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fantastic. So, Brittany, you actually have your own channel, right? Yeah, but I, you I mean, own... I stream when I can. Well, yeah, that's all That's all any of us can do. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Brittany, what is your favorite genre of video game? Hmm... It's changed so much over the years. So um, I love classic RPGs. Um, yeah. But now I think more than anything, I'm into, I don't even know what the fucking type it's called, but like like right now I'm playing through The Last of Us, Love Horizon, Tomb Raider, like all those types of games from like that, like God of War especially. That's the kind of games I'm really into now. 
so so you're not into like uh like um overcooked for example oh fuck no i love overcooked it ruins friendships but i mean who doesn't love overcooked that's a real shame. It also ruins people's uh, chances of winning contests. Somebody, yeah, somebody get somebody uh, eject Britney from the uh, from the. Do you guys not like over? How do you not like you make no, so, pizza and burgers? No, how do you not like I that? love Overcooked. John John can't make a pizza to save his life, and it got him. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna course correct this here because I don't want to be the hard drive article uh, about the podcast that only makes inside jokes. So John, <laughs> why don't you give everyone some context for why you don't like Overcooked? So. Uh, in 2000 and what was it? Uh, 18, uh, at PAX West, I was part of the first kind of funny, uh, intersite gaming, uh, tournament. And, you know, I was representing SDGC Now I made it before I go any further. I made it to the second round, right? Like, like, like fucking MLG over here, you know, like I'm a fucking pro, I'm a fucking pro. Gamer yeah. Okay. All right. right. Though, so, hey, dude, you know what? Fuck you, okay? Because I made it to the second round and you didn't. You didn't even make it to the first round, all right? But, I wasn't so, invited. I was, I know, <laughs> no that's the whole point. There. That's the whole point, Justin. I made it to the first round and you didn't. But, but I, so like, what had happened was, is I made it to the second round and I fought, uh, I played that motherfucker, Jeff Grubb, uh, in <laughs> Overcooked and, to be fair, in my defense, the, the, like, hold on, Brittany, Brittany, the, the pizza dough looks like hamburger patties. Okay, it like it does. It, it fucking does. I don't care what anybody mm. says, it does. And Greg Miller didn't give me a chance mm. to actually finish. Uh, apparently, people thought that I was doing so badly that he just ended the... <laughs> it was a mercy kill. Prematurely. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that it but but like i'm a i'm like a fucking wolverine like when, like when you back me into a corner it's like a caged animal i get i get i get vicious and i was about to pull back john you still lost you know what <laughs> i only lost because the game was stopped early okay there were okay, there was sure. a fucking opportunity for me to come back oh well, right. did they stop uh, early because of you you didn't you didn't really clarify that they didn't stop early because yes. of me per se <laughs> Yes. They didn't stop early. You know what? You know what? You the know story's what? going cares? off the rails. Who cares? Who fucking cares? What else do we got? What else do we got? Who else is here? Jeff is here. Jeff is here, and Finn is here, and Justin is here. Great. Fucking fine. Let's talk about video games. I like video games. Wow. <laughs> Can you I am, feel the I, love? I am, I am not sore at all. About... Hey, John, tell me what you think about the idea of Overcooked 1 and 2 coming to next gen with an overcooked three on the way. I don't think I, about it. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking community night. Right, I was just about to say, we're mm -hmm. the yes. overcooked community That night. would be an excellent you, choice. You motherfuckers can have that would be all That or Friday all the 13th. I still want a Friday the 13th. So, community night. Can you, so, Britt, Friday the 13th is actually, it's one of those so bad it's good games. Oh, God, I like, love it. It's I so wanted it's to play good. it so bad, but I... I thought it got shut down or something. Wasn't there the whole no? Issue? No, it's still no, all the just... problems with like the the rights and things like that. Am I crazy? Yeah, they, they can't. can't update they, okay, they can't so update basically it. they can't update it, but the game's oh. still alive. Okay, I thought it shut down because I'm like, fuck, I want to play that game. I love shit like that. So, so like my first experience with Friday the Thirteenth, I was playing. You know, you know, it's it's all online, and I'm running around and just marveling at how fucking janky and terrible everything looks. And I run into a closet to to, to hide, but my character's gut is like clipping through the closet doors <laughs> as, as are his shoes. And I was like, Oh, and Jason walks in and stands there for like 20 seconds. And I'm just assuming <laughs> that the guy playing Jason is fucking utterly confused by what's happening. 
and then he just walks up to the closet, runs me through with his machete, and fucking disapparates like a Harry Potter. To be Potter fair, character. whenever you hide in a closet in Friday the Thirteenth, it never works out for you. It Beds, doesn't. But in the closet, movies, your in the movies, like... your stomach and shoes don't clip through the door. <laughs> so like. Like, and then the very next game, I I almost made it out. You have to call the police, and the police got there, and I ran towards the police sounds, but the the police car glitched out and didn't show up, mm-hmm. so it couldn't save me. And then Jason showed up and stabbed me in the back. Mm-hmm. No, it was a really it's very, does. It's very glitchful. But I'm I'm hearing it. a whole lot of stories of John not being good at games. Too. <laughs> I'm here. I was hearing a rumor about Finn being kicked off the podcast. Can we can we hear place. from someone who's good at video games? Like, hey, shut the fuck up, Jeff. No. I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just here, curious, like, has okay, anyone been playing who, anything they're good at? Who who here yeah, is Yeah, let's do, let's do can we been playing? Like Fine, Justin, why don't you start? So, um earlier today I platinumed Ghost of Tsushima. Um I very much enjoyed that game. Like the uh the level design, like the mission design, is very basic, uh, and you know the main overarching story hits like every single samurai movie cliche that you could that you could imagine. But it's really well executed, and the game's just super fucking fun. Like the combat system Pretty. is super super good. Um, oh yeah, and it's gorgeous. I I think it has one of the biggest folders of screenshots on my PS4 right now. Yeah, Jeff. Did you press R2 to honor the dead? Oh, I pressed R2 plenty of times to honor wait, the dead. Wait, wait, and wait, wait, wait. I s- Pre- yeah, have- that's a that's a, that's a regular thing. Also, um there's some you can if you swipe down on the touchpad, you bow, and I, I bow I bowed plenty. Um we, we and just bowing also- to random shit. Oh yeah. Just like bowing to um, trees and at- rocks. One time I bowed at a frog statue and like hundreds of fo- frogs spawned around me. That was cool. Uh, um, and then also, if you swipe right, you can, you know, on Tinder? sheath. <laughs> no. Ben. Uh... I mean, it do- no. that doesn't work for me. It might work for other people, but not for me. Uh, no. So you uh, you t- you take your katana and resheath it, and I I'm pretty sure I did that after like every single fight. The wipe your katana off and put it away. It, it's just it's just a blast to play. I really really like you know sucker punches games, um, and you know it just like a lot of people have been clamoring for a while to um you know they want a game like this set in japan like it's been one of the most requested assassin's creed settings right and that hasn't happened and stuff and i think this game absolutely scratches the itch that people had had for it like there's room for improvement but like it's been a long time since i've just purely enjoyed an open world game as much as i did um goes to tsushima like I, it I doesn't heard, ha- Justin. it also just doesn't have some of the things that have gotten kind of annoying in some open world f- games for me like it doesn't have colored loot it doesn't have crafting it doesn't give you different amounts of experience points depending on how you take out an enemy which kind of puts you in um Put you in a position where you are like, okay, I want to do the thing that gets me most XP, not the way I think it would be most fun to play. So it, doesn't it really have, lets you play the way you want. It doesn't have any type of crafting? Well, 
I mean, there are like you do get upgrades and stuff, but it's more you go to like a smith and trade them a bunch of things. Okay. You don't like just go into a menu and like gather up stuff. Like your consumable items, like the kunai mm-hmm. and sticky bombs and stuff, like you can't make those. You have to find them or okay, purchase sweet. them. Okay. So I'm like, so I mean, games. <laughs> the the upgrade system, the upgrade system isn't like much different than the typical crafting systems but like contextually it at least feels different because you're going to somebody that would be able to do it instead of just doing it on the fly in the middle of the wilderness or something i've heard it's got some i've heard it's got some fucking uh gameplay mechanics and mission uh and mission setup from like a decade ago though like i've not that bad i mean like definitely early on there's some really basic missions but um like as it goes on like at least the stories around the missions get better and like i think the game knows where it excels is in combat so it's really trying to facilitate combat and it gives you some really cool combat encounters like in act one the side missions do feel very basic but especially like the ally missions and the mythic quests eventually they get to a point where the writing in them is actually pretty strong and like the ally quests provide a lot of characterization that is missing from the main narrative that I th- thought was pretty necessary. So I was really glad that I, I took the time to do those. Is there um, insta-fail stealth and, in the game? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Adding it to the list. <laughs> um, Here's the thing. I felt... There's so also tailing missions and tracking missions. And, yeah. I, I felt like so that. bad the first time I assassinated somebody. And you get a flashback to your uncle telling you that you're a piece of shit for assassinating somebody. <laughs> but I, I, I just, I really, I really enjoyed the game. Um, I like, I, I think fans of Sucker Punch's games are going to be very happy with it. Like, Sucker Punch has never really pushed the envelope when it comes to open world design. They've just made good games within that right. framework, and Ghost of Tsushima follows that up pretty well and i mean it's also just one of the most gorgeous games i've ever played like the look and feel of the world is exactly what you would want from this kind of setting so um i i i I I really enjoyed it so i i I recommend i recommend it so i'll uh i'll go next and i'm I'm gonna be fast and i'm gonna kick it over to britney um i've been playing paper mario and cross code all week uh paper mario is fucking delightful as somebody who's played every single Paper Mario game and loves them all except for Sticker Star because nobody loves fucking Sticker Star. Um, Paper Mario is... Uh, uh, the Origami King is an absolute joy. It's kind of a mix between things I love about The Thousand Year Door and things I love about Color Splash. Uh, and I find that it's like a nice, healthy balance of those two gameplay <laughs> styles. Um, having said that, like for people who are pining for that you know, straight-up, turn-based rpgs uh thousand year door uh gameplay style like i understand why they would be frustrated that it's not fully here um having said that it's one of the most gorgeous games on the switch right next to luigi's mansion 3 the music is delightful Uh, the writing of course in the paper mario games is always hilarious um except for that one like i i did and i posted a picture of it i found that one treasure it was treasure number 69 and it's shaped like a tower with yeah, a tower what yeah like it's that's it's it's shaped like a it's a tower like, it's a tower it's a tower but you know i i i saw it you know and i was like okay cool 
and I moved on. <laughs> and uh, and uh, and I've also been playing uh, Crosscode, uh, which is a, just I'm 75 hours in now, and I think I'm near the end. It's a what? It's just a fucking massive game, uh, and I I just I couldn't be happier about it. Uh, I fucking love Crosscode. Our review is up. Finn and I did a review. You can check it out right now on Spotify and iTunes and SoundCloud and all that good shit. But that's what I'm playing right now. Brittany, what about you? Playing The Last of Us 2 two days ago. Um, I just finished The First Last of Us a week, two weeks ago, a week ago. Is that the first time you finished it? Yeah, so you guys want to hear a funny story about my problem with The Last of Us? I do want to hear a funny story. So, do you guys remember back in the 360 and the PS3 days? Like, that was like hardcore console wars. Well, Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Thankfully, we've moved past those now. (laughs) So, I was a 360 girl, always a 360 girl. I didn't get my PS3 until like it was towards the end of that genre of consoles. And um, Last of Us was actually one of like one of my first games that I got for it. And <clears throat> so I started playing the game, and I got up until a certain point the, where you meet I don't even remember Billy the car guy. So I got like a oh. new point. Yeah, yeah, William, yeah. Bill. Will- Bill, Bill, Bill. That was Bill. His name. Yeah, Bill. Bill. Yeah. And um, it was it was big for me because I'm not a big like horror game like player i have anxiety like it's just fucking so that was a big step for me and then my friend i don't i don't know why he was obsessed with wanting to watch looper like so we went out one night and we went to like blockbuster when they were still open and existed i forgot we went about to walmart and we Good. finally fucking found looper and he was like you gotta watch it you gotta watch looper so we go back to my house pop the blu-ray into my ps3 it completely fucking bricks my PS3. Meanwhile, <laughs> I've had my 360, and you know, the biggest thing about it was, oh, the Red Ring of Death never fucking happened to me on my 360. That's but my PS3, up. you put fucking Looper into my PlayStation and it just died. So I called Incredible. Sony. I was able to get my uh, PlayStation sent in they you know they fixed it and everything but i lost everything i lost all my saves for everything and of course thankfully it wasn't like my main console so i didn't lose like anything but like i just never had the motivation to replay the last of us and it's funny because when i got it back i replayed until the same point that i got to before but then i just never continued so finally this time i did it and i played through it and y'all, I have to tell you, playing through that game for the first time in a pandemic is—it's—it's it's <laughs> yes. an experience. Like it's, that's the reason my wife hasn't played The Last of Us Two yet. So, but it's so it's funny because you know when I'm when I first went into the game, the the main thing you experience at the beginning of the game is clickers and runners. You know, you're you're in the underground areas, and that you have all that shit. Well, um, what you don't understand is, like, they're such a small part of the game. And the the real big enemy is people. And I was like, ooh, like, that hits a little too close to home with what's going on right now. It's like, there's a virus, and yeah, it sucks, but it's it's the people and how they react to society falling that ultimately you know, 
bring down mankind, you know? So that was hard. Uh, listening to Joel talk to Ellie about how things used to be was hard because um, I can visualize myself in that position. Whereas, what, this game came out in 2013? Mm -hmm. 2013, back, right at the end yeah. of the... Yeah. So it's like back then... You know, it was all just like, wow, I can't believe, like, nobody knows what an ice cream truck is. And now it's like, yeah, I can totally believe, like, she wouldn't fucking know what an ice cream truck is. So, sorry. I've been wanting to talk about this for a long no, time, please. and I haven't really had anybody to talk about. That's what we're so, here for. We're here to talk about video yeah. games. That's our whole thing. Yeah, so it was really interesting and tough at times to play through The Last of Us for the first time in our current time right here because it's it, it's relatable way more than it was in 2013 so um so yeah i started playing the second one um i got a good bit into it clickers are way more scarier in this game right like is that just <laughs> they're, me they're easier they're, to kill though thankfully i mean i switch played well yeah because you don't have to yeah you don't have to yeah, you don't have away. to have like a yeah. bottle in your hand anymore. So, yeah you don't have to have a bottle or you know the shiv or whatever but I don't know. I feel like it's harder to walk up to them. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's just me because I'm like I'm just like I want to fucking kill them, so I go up behind them and then they turn around. <laughs> so. I I think the biggest missed opportunity with The Last of Us and The Last of Us Two was to not have like Joel should have been like a Twitch streamer in 2013, and that way he could he could have told Ellie stories like you know. Uh, right before the pandemic hit, I almost hit fifty thousand subs on YouTube. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, so, like, like if, like, like you should have, you, you know, like it, no, I think no, it would Let have me been tell you about and meaningful. <laughs> Let me tell you. About <laughs> <laughs> oh. By the way, by the way, Mixer went down today. Yep. F's in the chat for Mixer. Man. Throw out some, uh, throw out some Derek emotes for Mixer in the chat. Uh, <laughs> the Derek emotes have been there all night. <laughs> yeah, throw out the Derek emotes. Uh, the Derek. Brittany, Brittany, you got anything else? Um, other than that, I've just been playing Overwatch. It's been easy to hop in and out of when I don't have the mental capacity to deal with games like The Last of Us. So, um, <laughs> just that, Last of Us and Overwatch and. At some point, I will go back to Final Fantasy VI. At some, yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy VI should take precedence over everything. Finn, what do you got? Um, so two games have taken up the brunt of my time this week, and uh, the first one is Ghost of Tsushima. I won't delve too far into it because I think Justin gave a very good uh, breakdown of it. Um, it is just it is a it is a great game. I think it's going to it's a it's a fun way to send off the generation in the PlayStation 4 as a whole. I think it's really cool that Sucker Punch got to basically bookend this entire gen. Because uh, it might not have been a launch title, but Second Son was essentially the first big game of the PS4. It was uh, fine. We do, we do not, I love Second Son. But the one thing I really wanted to give props to Sucker Punch is their growth as a, as a, as a, as a, as a um, studio. Because you remember, you have to think back in Second Son, the flack they got for casting all their Native American characters with white dudes. Yeah, that was And now fucked. Ghost of Tsushima is just a full-on, like, high-quality Asian voice cast. And it's just really cool to see that kind of, like, growth 
over a generation because they could have easily gotten a bunch of white people again, but they Troy didn't. Baker. So, Troy Baker is yeah, gin. Troy Baker <laughs> is gin. And, uh, so. Finn, they have an entire English and Japanese audio track, right? Is it the yeah. same actors doing both tracks or are they different? That I don't know. No, okay. it's no, it is. It is different actors, but like. It's also really cool when you hit the credits. You know how usually the other language voice actors are just like down farther? English and Japanese are side by side uh, when you hit the credits, um, which is really neat. And then the Um, other thing I've been playing uh, like hardcore is, as John mentioned, uh, one of the greatest games of this year uh, is CrossCode. Yeah, I am not as far as John. I I met I DM'd him uh, to let him know where I was, and he never responded because he's a jerk face. But I, I just, just hit a really a cool part, uh, and it was it was amazing. Like the game swerves you, and the story takes this huge twist in really cool ways, and just the game itself is so good, and I can't stop playing it. Like I've I've stayed up way too late the last two weeks, just staying up to play it. I think I hit forty five hours now on it. So. And Saki's playing Paper Mario Origami King, and she's loving the hell out of that. So that is what our week is such a good game. Yeah, so it's been a it's it's been a good. We're eating well in the gaming sphere over at the at Finn household. Surprisingly, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to we're gonna get to gaming fair in just a second. Jeff, what have you been playing? Uh, nothing important (laughs) or anyone cares. I thought you were just gonna say nothing. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of that. No, um. Kind of just like bouncing around. Uh, I was playing Death Stranding, started that, finally got it on PC. I talked about that last week. Uh, and then right after I talked about it, uh, the mission I was doing, I, it started just crashing every five minutes. So shout out to PC Gaming. Um, so I'm <laughs> taking a break for that. Hell for, yeah. For a bit. Marlo's all about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been, I uh, finally got back into Final Fantasy 14. I haven't touched it much oh. since like, like I play games for story. I knew I was never going to be like a, an MMO guy doing the dailies and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um trying to get ready for patch 5.3. I never played patch 5.2 because I I didn't want, like, I don't when like... When did that sp- launch? What's that? When did that launch? Uh, 5.2? Uh, fuck, maybe John. Uh, it was it, a while. It was, uh, like, it was like, it was like January, February or January, no, 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 February, what, yeah. The next one is in August, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, August 11th, actually. I can't wait. So I'm trying to play those two patches back to back. So I've been saving 5.2 so I can get like a really nice meaty story content in there. Um, so I... Just jump back. I was just doing some dungeons to kind of get a feel because, like, I have such a bad memory for things. Even my muscle memory didn't kick back in. I had no <laughs> idea what my rotations were and stuff. And then I started doing the Hildebrand quests, which are just like, what oh, the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, they're fun if you do them, like, as they release. But if you get behind and you do them all in succession, it is fucking awful <laughs> i'm starting from scratch so i'm gonna pace myself. it takes oh. a long time it, That's a yeah, long yeah. Quest and it line. loses its cuteness after like i don't All know right. i'd say about half the one although <laughs> jeff I, Je- jeff and Brittany, especially i will say i will neither confirm nor the, nor deny that i walked in the middle of a grocery store and executed a most gentlemanly pose uh For, I, I i don't doubt that over you did that. what I want to know what made you bust out into a gentlemanly pose. Why not? No, what, like, did you see, like, peanut butter and you were just like, yes. No, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bust out a flawless, most gentlemanly pose. I guess you don't need a reason to Hildebrand. Not at all. You never need a reason to do a most gentlemanly pose. Um, anybody so, who's not anybody who doesn't play Final Fantasy 14 has no fucking idea what I'm talking no, about. No, most people, <laughs> even then, some would do. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I can't think of anything else. Um, 
yeah, basically waiting for more video games to come out. I'll tell you what. I had beer go down the wrong pipe about like five minutes ago, and my throat has been on fire ever since. So if I'm raspy and coffee, <clears throat> I apologize. I'm in a lot of pain right now. So, uh, <laughs> thank you for so, sharing. Uh, two uh, two big uh, two big events this week. Well, one of them one of them big in the sense that we need to talk about what the what the implications are, and one of them was actually big. And we'll start with the first. By the one. way, John, between the two. I have a little thing I just want to mention that kind of bridges the gap between the two because it kind of relates to both. Okay. So between right. the two, I'll do I'll I'll do that transition. Just if that if you don't mind. Just to double sure, check, no we're, we're gonna lead with Xbox, right? Because I feel like that's gonna take a long ass time. Uh, yeah, I was gonna knock out Nintendo. Uh, yeah, I was gonna knock out Nintendo because that's not gonna take as long. I don't think. Okay, all right. Any right. opinions um, on Nintendo? Because I didn't even. I have watch no it. I was at work. You didn't. You so. didn't miss a whole lot. I gotta go get so. another beer while you talk about Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go grab a beer. <laughs> Um, so, uh, we got a Nintendo, so here's the thing, right? Like I knew there was a Nintendo direct coming. What I did not know was that it was going to be an eight minute, um, <laughs> an eight minute, uh, partner showcase, uh, full of mostly games we already knew about and games I don't really care about, like arcade rustling and, uh, a few other like cadence of Hyrule, a game that's been out for what, like a year, year and a half now. Uh, and we got some Shin Megami Tensei 5 news, and they revealed a remake of Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne, which is great. That's great. Um, but here's the problem. Paper Mario, now that Paper Mario's out, there is there are no more scheduled first-party games on Nintendo's slate for the rest of the year. Um, and that's not to say that I don't think there are any. I mean, obviously, they have to release something. <laughs> and there's a lot of smoke around the idea of a uh, 3D Mario collection, which, you know, it, it's real. But I feel like Nintendo is running out of time to reassure not just consumers, but shareholders, because their their shareholders meeting is on August 6th. And I feel like they've 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 got to announce something Um even like like Pikmin 3 Deluxe, I'll I'll go ahead and drop it here. Pikmin 3 Deluxe is releasing on Switch in August. And we are and it is now July 23rd and they still have not announced it. Hey John, is um, there another series of games that's done and they're thinking about releasing? Yeah, there is. There's there's plenty of them, Jeff, but we're not going to get into that right now because I don't take <laughs> yeah. dates. Yeah. Have you ever have you um, ever confidently have you ever confidently said that there was something that was coming out or going I to have. be shown imminently at a Nintendo show I that uh... I have. I did know you yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Justin. I have. <laughs> to be, and I think anybody's predictions came true that Nintendo Direct. <laughs> so, so here's the thing about that. John Metroid didn't even make it past the announcement. Hold on. Hey, you know what? Just, hey, I got Shinigami Tensei 5. Okay. Okay. But the rest of John... Okay, John had a big prediction tweet with a whole lot of predictions. Oh, that's right. He did. All right. Well, never do prediction tweets. It comes back to It didn't GS. even survive the tweet that announced <laughs> the the direct because he had multiple first party things in there and like this is a third a very short third party showcase. John so, and I think that's a I think John, that's a new record. John predicted all the remastered 3D Mario games, 3D World Deluxe, Pikmin 3 Deluxe, a Bravely Default 2 release date and new demo, something Metroid or Zelda related. 
the world ends with you too. the live oh, and live yeah. localization and super mario rpg coming to switch although he so, was correct in predicting that breath of the wild 2 would not appear on the, on the so, so <laughs> okay so a bold I, prediction I, to be sure my predictions my predictions were pretty much in line with everybody else's predictions nobody could have thought nobody could have foreseen that this was just gonna be like a little eight minute like nothing and john like everyone's predictions is just every nintendo game possible like <laughs> i mean it's I, like so here's here's the thing right like so so like to since, his credit he did shut the not fuck up i'm talking Finn. prime trilogy would be there to his credit. finn finn i'm talking do not interrupt we're going me. offline soon <laughs> so i thought nintendo was supposed to be short yeah <laughs> So no, well, I mean, so but but there's a deeper discussion to be had here, right? Because why haven't they announced everything? Like we're getting big dumps on uh, the next generation of games from Sony and Microsoft, and just for this, as far as we know, even though we like, as far as we know, as far as Nintendo has told us, after Paper Mario, there's nothing for the rest of the year, uh, uh, from a first party perspective, and I don't understand yeah, why Nintendo's doing this. DLC. Yeah, but that's not like, but I mean, that that's an expansion to something that already exists. Like that's, and, and that's coming out like what in October, October. Yeah. Like they, they need, they need something for September. They need something for October. They need something for November. They might. Um, and I am starting to think like, for example, that Bravely Default 2 slips into 2021. Like if we haven't heard about it now, or if we still don't have a release date for that, like I'm starting to think that has slipped. So I wanted to see. Yeah what you guys thought about what might be happening with Nintendo. We'll go to Finn and then uh, Jeff. Uh, my, my, the, the simple prediction for me is just <laughs> that they got this out of the way, and as their shareholder meeting comes closer, we have a traditional big meaty, here's the second half of 2020 direct coming, because it's Nintendo, and that's what they do. They'll do a direct, and it'll showcase the rest of the games for that season, just for whatever reason, it's taken a lot longer this time. I think right now people are panicking, and that mini direct did not help anything in that regard. Well, it's fit, Finn, it's Finn, it, it, Finn, especially. No, I mean, I know we will, but but like, here's the thing: like, like coming off, of, like coming off of that really ridiculous Bakugan reveal. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like they've, they've they've just had some weird PR moves. Like, it's just it's it's a weird way to present your games. It's uh, I, like, yeah. It, it, I think someone put it perfectly. Like, all the game announcements from that mini should have been folded into a an actual direct uh jeff i know that you had your hand we'll go to jeff and then Brittany. i saw Brittany had her hand up um, no i was just swatting away dog oh hair. well whatever you had your hand up so you're going next <laughs> okay you know I, no i was gonna say like i'm i mean whatever i'm fine with roasting nintendo for the dumb decisions they make but i kind of with finn like i think people need to be a little patient i'm sure they do have something for the second half of this year and they I think they should have shown it sooner. That's what I would do if I was in charge of marketing. Um, but it's like not the end of the world yet. But I think there's two things. Obviously, the pandemic and the shift to work from home, I think from we've heard from people sure. that uh, it's impacted a lot of Japanese studios. It seems harder that I don't want to say like broadly, but um, there's been some specific studios uh, overseas that have had trouble. And it's been rumored that Nintendo is one of them. And that's fair and that's valid and there's no reason for anyone to be angry about that and i think that plays into this is like nintendo doesn't like to delay games they, they don't seem to it's pretty rare from them and i think they really want to have a 
better idea of when these games are going to be ready before they push out a direct with some dates and some months and things like that. And like, here's what's coming because probably a lot of it's on the bubble and they're not sure if it's going to make it in time for holiday. Um, but the other thing is like, like we've joked about before, but apparently they have three Mario games that are done and they're sitting on. Apparently they have some sort of trilogy of a popular game series that's been done for a long time and they're sitting on. Apparently they still have one or two more Wii U remasters that are done and they're sitting on. If you're sitting on these, like for some reason or a rainy day, it seems like this year is that that rainy day. You know, like, cause yeah, your active development is impacted, but if these things are actually done, just print them and ship them and put something out like, and they're going to sell like crazy. Right. I don't know. So, 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 so here's the thing, Jeff, like our friend, and then we'll go to Brittany because I want to get Brittany's uh, opinion on this and we'll go to Justin because he's got his hand up, but our friend of the show, uh, a direct feed game, uh, Nate Drake, everybody knows him as Nate Drake on era. Um, he uh he's he's a legit like he legit knows stuff about the about the inner workings of the industry and he's told me you know like you'd be he said if you knew how many games nintendo is actually sitting on right now like you'd be stunned like like it's like they have shit they could release right now and they just don't it's just sitting there um and and jeff i completely agree with you like there are and you're right, right? Like, like I, I'm sure the Mario. I mean, it's the 35th anniversary of Super Mario. I am sure the Mario remaster games are real. Metroid Prime Trilogy is real. Pikmin Deluxe Three is real. Um, there's another Wii U port. I don't know what it is, but there's another Wii U port that's primed and ready to go. Just like, just this is it, you know? Like, like do something to bridge the gap between now and Breath of the Wild Two, which is not coming this year. And you know it's just do something to restore consumer confidence like i I don't think anybody needs to be like fucking pissed off or anything but i do get the frustration because it has now been almost a year since we've had a full actual general nintendo direct the last one was in september of last year Uh, we've never gone this long without an actual general direct well and and the Um, double threat is with next gen happening that baseline for games is moving up we already see a lot of third-party stuff struggle to make it work on Switch. That's going to all die off when we move into next-gen. Right. So, like, it's more important than ever for that first-party output, I think, to, to match that. Brittany, do you have any opinions on this? Um, because... I think Nintendo has to worry about dates and releasing content and deadlines because they don't have to. It's Nintendo. Like... They could not release a game for this a year and they'd true. still fucking do point. amazing. Um, and look how well they did with Animal Crossing. Like, they're in no fucking rush to release anything. Like, so I, mean, I think, yeah. I think it's fair that gamers want new, new content, n- new things to look forward to. But if, like, Nintendo's always been about Nintendo, not necessarily the fans. So I think mm-hmm. they're going to do what works best for them and what's going to <clears throat> ultimately put them through this, uh, you know, the pandemic, COVID and everything like that. I think they're just, they have time. So why not? As long as they're still selling you know, switches, yeah. I guess they don't really care, right? Exactly. I mean, I, you can't I, find a switch right. fucking anywhere. So what, like, why would I they mean, release a new console? I mean, a new game, if you can't even fucking get a hold of a console. Yeah, I mean, and it's and you know, like it's entirely. Po- I mean, you could release a Switch bundle with something that sells eternally, like Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, yep. uh, and put put it at a sweet ass price this holiday, and people will buy the fucking shit out of it because everybody buys Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> and that's and you know you know like guys Brittany makes a solid point like you know you like switches are flying off the fucking shelves they can't keep them in stock games like ring fit you can't even fucking find because yeah. they're they're selling out uh mario kart 8 sell like is what like 12 15 million copies like i mean it's animal crossing is up there like i mean they could just coast on animal Crossing. i mean they don't have to release a game well, I'll push back on that a little bit. Like, like I, they, they do, they have they to should. release something. They, they should. They don't have to. They should release something, right? It, like, and and they will. Like, like we're not sitting here saying that they're not going to have any first party games this fall because they they clearly will. I right. just, I, I think now is. I don't get the wait. Like, I think now is the time. Like Jeff said, to at least tell us what's coming, so people can make plans. Because a lot of people are going to be crunching for money this holiday due to the pandemic, due to the job situation. Uh, and people are, are already starting to plan out their purchases. Justin. So kind of building off of what you were saying, I do think that, um, well, one, Jeff, I think, nailed it with a lot of newer games were probably significantly impacted mm-hmm. in terms of scheduling and development. But like, you know, rumors about like these Mario remasters and stuff. I think um, Nintendo might be saving it for like a shorter, you know, announcement to release kind of thing. and. Also, just like right now, we're having huge showings from PlayStation and Microsoft uh, pretty regularly. They're both releasing new consoles this fall. Um, a lot of new games for both. For both, like they're gonna suck a lot of the air out of the room. Not that I think Nintendo won't be able to sell things in the time period they will, right. but like I think it might just be a good time to be like, hey, look, you know. We're having some issues behind the scenes due to pandemic stuff. Our two main competitors are going to be sucking all of the air out of the room when it comes to PR. Let's not waste a bunch of money to try to do like substantial marketing uh, right now. Like, I, I mean, I could see that being a valid strategy. I know it won't make fans happy and stuff, but like, I mean, I think sell, it's the lack no of trans- what they do. They don't. Ha- they yeah. don't have to. You, they could re- say, "Hey, tomorrow we're re- releasing a new Mario game," and it would still sell no yeah, matter absolutely. what. Absolutely, but yeah, I just think it's the—I mean, it's just Nintendo's general right. lack of transparency mm-hmm. that I think gets to people. Exactly, it's frustrating. And it's you know what's I think what's most egregious about it is right there. If you look at if you go right now to Nintendo's Twitter profile, right there in their profile it says we're listening to, and I'm like. Are you though? Because people are, people are begging you for something. Just, just show us something, and and you're not. And you're like, and I agree. You're like Nintendo, you know, it's been said before, and I'll say it again. Nintendo is not in competition with Sony, Microsoft. They're no. not. They're 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 Didn't doing their they own publicly thing. Publicly announced that they were just like, I'm yeah, not, we're not doing this anymore. They're they're doing their own thing. And for a lot of people, for a lot of people, the Switch is their secondary console. For me, like I'm, I'm, I'm one of the people who like it's, it's. I'm a Nintendo guy first and foremost, so it's my primary console. Right. Uh, but, but for a lot of people, this Nintendo, or, you know, like you know, Nintendo is something that is supplemental to the, you know, the PlayStation or the Xbox. Uh, um, and I, I just, I, I feel like, I feel like with the launch of new consoles this generate or this, uh, this fall, um, I'm afraid that Nintendo might get lost in the shuffle. I don't know. Um, but uh, but you know, like as far like you know, we've talked enough. We talked at length about uh, Nintendo and what's what happened to them uh, on Monday. Uh, there was another conference that happened, uh, and that was the Xbox conference so today. The Xbox quickly game before that, just to oh, you had just your thing that you wanted to bridge, right? Yes. Right. Go ahead. So, 
So this was announced at the pre-show for Xbox today. But um, Dragon Quest XI-S is get it uh which was the switch version that had uh you know added content a lot of added content as well as an orchestral score is coming to xbox on game pass and is also coming to ps4 and pc here's the weird uh here's the weird part so it's coming you know with the the orchestral soundtrack and the extra content but the visuals are significantly downgraded because it's a port of the Switch version. Just, I just wanted to mention it just because this is such a Square Enix move. Like, the whole rollout of this game, the extra content, like, is just so weird. And especially since, <laughs> it, it, like, 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 you have to pay full price for it, right? Like, like, it, it's forty dollars, not sixty, but it's oh, still not like okay. a cheap well, release. Good. It's still not uh, a cheap release. So, uh, so Xbox, uh, big Xbox game showcase today, <laughs> which we streamed uh, earlier, and we we kind of held our thoughts uh, because we wanted to talk about it here. Um, let's, you know what? We'll start with Halo, uh, Halo Infinite. Um, I think they they didn't make it entirely clear during the presentation, but they clarified afterward that this is an open world game and this is the last actual Halo game for a while. Like this is going to be something that that they update with new content over time, which is a very interesting direction to take it. Um, so I wanted to get I wanted to get everybody's thoughts about what we saw uh, in regards to gameplay and possible story, uh, and also the. Uh, <laughs> the the villain, which is an orc from Shadow of Mordor, and you, you cannot you cannot convince me otherwise. Because Yoda on I'm, steroids. I'm waiting for that guy to pop up on a hill and be like, "Oi, I know your face, Ranger." Like like I'm just I'm waiting for it. Jeff, what did you think about this man? What what jumped yeah, out at you? Um, so I want to preface this with saying I really don't like criticizing games, especially at the reveal. I have so much respect for the people that have worked so hard on this for so many years. And I, I just, I always try to give everything the benefit of the doubt. Um, you know, but I'll, I'll really quickly run through my thoughts on it. I, I'm not like a Halo super fan. I played the original Halo on the original Xbox when it came out. I loved it as much as everyone else. By the time Halo 2 came out, I'd sold my Xbox. And I kind of like, I played Halo 4 on my 360. And then I went back to Halo 2 on the MCC a couple of years ago. And I absolutely love Halo 2. I feel like Halo 1's aged quite a bit now. I, did, I just replayed it again this week. Um, it's got some good levels, but overall it's a bit of a rough package. But I I really like Halo. I like the aesthetic. Um, I love, like, I've never been gripped by the story or, like, Master Chief. He's just kind of, like, a cool-looking guy. I don't really, I don't get quite some of the fandom around that character. He's just very dry. But, like, he looks badass and he does cool things. Um, so what I've always wanted is, yeah, like, I've dipped in and out of Halo over the years. And I've been waiting for that Halo to really, like... Be like, this is the one. This is where I get all in on this series. And I was hoping that that's what this would be. And I was honestly astonished by how... I don't want to say the game looks bad. I want to say this was a bad demo or a bad reveal. Because all I saw from this was... Uh, I mean, they're obviously appealing to nostalgia. It looks a lot like the original Halo. They clearly went in on that. But what do we see? We see someone driving the Warthog. We see them using mostly the same weapons. We see them throwing a grenade. Everything just looked like everything I've already seen and done before. And the open world aspect of it, which could have been really fresh and exciting, they opened up a map and I just saw a couple of really vague, nondescript objectives or checkpoints. And they went to like an outpost that cleared out. 
There was no sense of urgency. I didn't get like nothing to really like be like, holy shit, I'm in on this game. And I just, I don't, at this point, when I watch this demo, a game needs a reason to exist. So either it exists to tell a new exciting story or it exists because you want, have more to do with the gameplay. There's somewhere further to take it. And every, the whole time I watch this demo, I don't understand why this game exists aside from giving us a new Halo game. So that's, that's all I got to say right now. I hope it's great. Um, I have no problem with the visuals. I guess some people were claiming about the graphics. It, it looks fine. It's an open world 60 FPS game running on a piece of hardware from 2013. It looks as good as it can. Um, but that's, that's my thoughts. Sorry for ranting. No, 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 it's not a rant at all. Um, oh, don't sorry. worry. Was, I've got some rants prepped. You good, fam. I was I was just dispensing justice in chat. That's all. Um, so, <laughs> so no, like, I, my, my immediate thoughts on Halo Infinite uh, are that, you know, there was a lot being said about, you know, like, yeah, I, I'm sure you guys saw those, those screen caps that were released uh, that, that didn't exactly portray the game in the, uh, in the best light. Um, as far as the visuals go, there were some muddy textures and I noticed some pop in some weird texture pop in during the trailer itself. <laughs> that being said, there, I mean, you know, this game is still in the oven um, and it's it's meant to run not just on Xbox Series X, but also on current gen consoles as well. So, yeah, it's not going to look exactly like a next gen title, um, but visuals aren't everything like it looks fine. Uh, it, the lighting effects look great. Um, I am more concerned like Halo narratives, like like the quality of, of Halo campaign narratives vary from great to and you know and i'm not like halo 5 is a great example right like halo 2 had a great had a great story halo 3 had a great story halo 4 was less well received well at least it was very divisive and yes yeah, Fins giving the thumbs yeah, down and and halo, halo 5, 5 halo 5 was so i i do wonder i i, I do i think halo infinite will have some really high highs and potentially some really low lows i i i'm i'm still not convinced that this is the right kind of franchise to build into a a, a game as a service I, I i hope i'm wrong um i do uh Brittany, what did you think i think that 343 i hope for them it works out because they haven't released quite the same quality as Bungie did and of course it's Bungie's baby but I mean like you look at Halo Wars, Halo 4, Halo 5 and they're not memorable and that's my biggest thing but the thing that my biggest takeaway from watching it because I watched it I wasn't able to watch it live but I watched it when I got home from work is that I am just as thirsty for Master Chief now as I was whenever Halo 1 came <laughs> yeah. out. I love me some Master Chief. My Chocobo in Final Fantasy XIV is called Chief. I just love Master Chief. That being said, so, so look, in, in tradition of SDGC, I made notes on a napkin <laughs> fin yes. just for you. Yes, um, the only way to do it. Yeah. So That's great. That's good shit. I love the fact that it's open world. Not sure what you can do. Oh, look, we're the same. <laughs> so I'm not sure. So it's open world. Cool. What 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 does that mean? What what are you gonna do in an open world Halo game? 
right? Like, mm-hmm. are you just going to walk in on, like, camps of grunts? Not really sure what that means. Um, what else did I write down? The graphics are, um, I think something could have been more... I, the thing I kept saying... I'm sorry, the long pauses kind of say it all. <laughs> it's yeah. not great, but it's not bad. So it's very, like Jeff said, it's very reminiscent to Halo 1. But I just wish there was, like... It's, it's like, so close. If they would have put, like, like a polishing layer on it, it could have brought it all together. I'm talking out my ass. I don't know how all this shit works. Like, I don't know how, you know... But it just felt like it was, like, this close to being... And it might Visually get a it might feeling. get a glow up before the fall, right? And yeah. I'm sure it will. I mean, yeah. it's still in the fucking oven. Like, I'm I'm sure it's going to be fine. I I really wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, go ahead, Justin. So I actually like this demo more than all of you seem to. I um, liked it. I, mean, I, I just I, I'm okay. I'm I'm left with more questions than I mm-hmm. wanted. Yeah, I that's totally fair. I I kind of agree in the sense of this was a much smaller scale demo than I thought they were going to have. Mm-hmm. It seems exactly. like it's from very early in the game. Well, it's like they pumped uh, it up and they were like, "Oh, this big reveal!" And yeah. we saw it, and it was like, "I don't." Mm, you could have worked like, on that. A and the thing is, more. I like I like seeing I do like seeing gameplay demos exactly, that are yeah. here's just meat and potato gameplay, which. <laughs> Um, like, like this is just kind of what the average encounter is going to be like, but like it for being, especially with how they've talked about it in the past week and stuff, I thought it was going to be a bit bigger. And I think that's kind of backfiring on them a little bit. The one um, I and think on, that means it is the fucking grappling hook. That looks cool. I want to grapple. Okay. Fucking yeah. When she, when she, when she grappled a pylon and then just chucked it at a turret, yes. I, I love exactly. that. Um, I, I love grappling hooks, uh, especially in first person. Grappling shooters. hooks make so, everything better. Um, but I, I mean, I just, I don't envy the position three, four, three is in exactly. with this game. Mm-hmm. Um, because like every, every single bit of it is going to be under the microscope. And I, it's been pretty clear today. Cause like visually when I, when I think you look at, you know, some of the smaller details, it doesn't look great, but like as a whole, especially when you see it running at the full 4K60 and stuff, I think it looks good. It doesn't look amazing. I don't know. But Even it's like, watching it, I was like, "This is like Halo One, but not in a good way." Like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't look bad, but it doesn't look like what I expect out of next gen. Like, I mean, wh- see, I mean, again, and that's the and that's kind of the danger of you know Microsoft's cross-gen approach. Right. Um, you know. And I think it's also been led to some, well, you might talk about this later in the day, but it's led to some confusing messaging with like different, some games saying they supported Xbox One uh, before or after the conference. And, you know, there's, it's not been clear which games are cross-gen and which aren't. Um, I, I think it's, you know, a danger of this approach. And um, I, I don't know what the right answer is, but I think... No, Microsoft I mean, feels just... that they need to, especially for people that maybe don't have the con, bought an Xbox One this generation, and you know maybe don't have the confidence in like their first party output going into next gen. I think they feel like 
Mike, I think Microsoft feels like, you know, this game needs to come out to everybody. But I mean, it's 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 everything, right? It's their third um, you know, mainline Halo release from 343. Right. And the first two have had, you know, mixed responses. Mm -hmm. Um, and the Master Chief collection took a long time to get fixed. <laughs> years. Um, oh, yeah. It took years. This is this is Xbox's big holiday game in what's going to be a big holiday all around. It's the headlining game for Series X. It's the headlining game for Game Pass. It's got to be a whole lot of things. Um, and I don't know. Like I, I think I think it looks good. I it I played I the Bungie Halos a like, lot. Um, but yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I'm just kind of rambling. No, no, you're fine. Just uh, I want to kick no, it over. I just, I just wanted to throw my two cents in before we moved on to the next game because there is a lot to cover. Uh, my my thoughts on Halo is it looked fine. Uh, I yeah. I think it failed in the sense that, like other people have pointed out, Microsoft hyped this entire event as the premier showcase to prove to you why their stance on first party exclusives why everything's going to turn around why you need to start buying playing your games on xbox and their and and halo is their bread and butter it's the first time a halo has been a launch game since halo one and i mean it's a big deal uh and then it, it, it just the fact that it, it left me going like okay it was all right isn't probably the takeaway they were hoping to have right uh and and then you factor in the fact that I still don't, I get that they're moving into the whole, it's a service and e Xbox has an ecosystem, but I really personally believe making this part of the Xbox, original Xbox one has really hampered it. And Matt, it just makes you think, what could this game have looked like if it had been built from the ground up for the series X? And it's just weird that they would let Halo not be the game to truly show you what their new system that's supposed to be more powerful than the PS5 can can do. It just feels weird to me. Uh but I don't make the big decisions and you know what? They've they've been really knocking it out of the park business decision wise. So you got to trust their 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 thought pattern, but what I saw today did not wow me and for a flagship launch title in their biggest franchise and one that had a lot to prove it, it 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 was a game. It makes it so, makes me wonder if they specifically didn't have the best graphics, so eventually you could play it on cloud and play it on your phone. So, so I, I don't think so. I mean, there is a ray tracing update coming after launch, right. and I will be very interested to see what that game looks like after that and, update. But that's the other weird thing like ray tracing that's also like, i mean it's also really weird ray tracing but... <laughs> is one of the huge features especially xbox is pushing this is like this is yeah. what's awesome about x and their flagship title does not have one of the main features at launch this yeah, yeah i it but, is weird i but i think i think in terms of visuals it'll be it, it'll be interesting to see the before and after for that update mm -hmm. um and how they achieve it but yes that is a weird thing but Finn also mentioned one thing that stood out to me with this show. And I, like, again, I thought it was a good collection of games, but I wanted to see more gameplay trailers. You know, we got a pretty good look at Halo. But they, they had been saying ever since their May event, we heard you. You guys want to see gameplay. And, I mean, there was still a ton of CG trailers and a lot of in-engine stuff. A lot of the other... Um, 
Right. A lot of the other ga- games that showed gameplay were smaller, you know. They weren't Microsoft simpler titles. Well, titles. And, yeah. and that's and that's that's kind of the point that I was going to make. It's like, you know, what you know what the Halo Infinite uh showcase had that not a lot of other games in the showcase had was actual gameplay. Uh there was uh and and a lot of these games, I I don't know if you guys noticed or not, <laughs> but I got the direct impre- the direct sense that a lot of these games like Forza and Fable and you know, like it are oh, not co- are not actually going to be coming or playable on the Xbox One because it, some games said Xbox One and Xbox Series X. Some of these games, like Forza and Fable, just said Xbox Series X, um, which is interesting. One that tells me these games are not coming for a long time. Like, like we won't see Forza this year. That's next year. Fable is fucking three years out. I at minimum, I guarantee it. Uh, and I, I, I was surprised and disappointed. I see, Finn. I was surprised and disappointed at just how little gameplay we got. Like, like the medium looks cool. I just, saw, I just saw that the medium was cool. We didn't really see a whole lot of gameplay for that. It was mostly just, you know, still the real stuff. And we have no idea when it's coming out. That's another game that said Xbox Series X and not Xbox One. Uh, and so. Well, I don't exactly think that's a cause for concern. I do think it kind of flies in the face of their message earlier, like you said, Justin, which was, we hear you, we want, you want to see more gameplay, you know, the gameplay's coming. Well, is it though? Where is it? Finn, go ahead. So the the thing that blows my mind is, uh, so not only did we only, like, there were games with gameplay, but they weren't Microsoft games. So I'm not counting them in this because this was, again, Microsoft's chance to, and they touted it over and over again to show the power of their first party. This is why they've been buying up studios. But so not only did Forza, State of Decay 3, Fable, uh, oh God, I'm forgetting one. Everwild. Everwild looked awesome. Yeah, it did. But uh, I'm, I'm talking about the ones that did that were just, and Fable were just CG trailers. And right. then not only that, but they started the show off. I watched it again to show Saki some trailers and they say, these are games from nine of our 15 studios, which means the other six didn't even have enough to show a CG trailer. Yeah. Like how far out are we from having any not called Halo to play on well, this I, game? And it just, it feels weird to me that we were told over and over again that this showcase was to prove that their first party uh, like output had changed. And I just don't see it. Can we also bring up the fact that all we saw from from Hellblade Two was a fucking travel was a fucking uh, ad for a a, real, a real documentary quick, on fucking Iceland. Like, go John, ahead, real, real quick. So Saki, one of Saki's favorite games she's ever played or watched me play has been Hellblade, and she her eyes lit up when she saw Hellblade Two pop up, and then she let out an audible "Oh fuck you" when she realized that, <laughs> that they, they brought Hellblade out for just a big middle finger to anyone that wanted to see more. I really expected Hellblade to have more because that was one of the games that got shown at, uh, at uh, the game awards. So we're now, we're now uh, seven months after the fact that you couldn't give us anything new. It it was just really, it was literally, it was a, it was, it was a, it was a travel ad. Like, you know, I, 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 we went to Iceland and check this out. It's like, (laughs) like okay I, I was shocked that that's what they showed i thought yeah. it was going to lead into something else like i to the point where i wonder why it was included 
like you know like iceland is great i i have no problem with iceland you know and ironically iceland is very green it's greenland that is very icy um uh, take that your mind but you know i i i i just i i, I don't get it I, I i don't that was the most nintendo moment of the entire xbox game showcase no no like, not even that you know what it was john sorry i i, I hate no 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 go you. ahead no 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 like, no, no. You, do you remember me do you remember that ea e3 where they announced star wars battlefront 2 and it was just look at this concept art lucasfilm made oh yeah that, i do remember that that's what it was. <laughs> i do i i yeah i do remember that like like they're you know <laughs> it's not that it was a bad conference um <clears throat> but at the same time <clears throat> i don't I don't think it was what Xbox needed <clears throat> right now. I think that I think they would have been better. Like, uh, you know, Brittany, I know that you were super excited about the about the Fable reveal, right? Yeah. But how do you feel knowing that that game is probably four years out? So this is my take on any video game that's taking its time coming out. I don't care how long it takes, as long as it's a good game. However, but that being said. That was a very underwhelming reveal trailer, like a fairy getting eaten. Like, okay, like that's funny. And you know, you have the same you have the same announcer voiceover guy from the previous Fable games. Um, but I, like it's like it's cool. It's an announcement trailer, cool. But like I wanted to see a little bit more, and it was just disappointing. Especially since like this is no fault of their own, but everyone knew it was Fable. Like everyone knew they were working mm -hmm. on Fable, and right. they must know and that's that. Your trailer? Like... They must know that. So it's one thing if this game is a huge secret and you just drop that mic with Fable, but the fact that you know everyone already knows your game exists, you would think that you'd come up with something a little bit extra. And yeah, you know, it was very uh, Finn. Were you the one who said it was very reminiscent of Elder Scrolls Six that reveal? It, it was the, it was yes. the Elder Scrolls Six reveal. Absolutely. It was yeah. it was a it was a big game that we all knew was coming mm -hmm. and was touted as the big and one more thing. And it even and played the it, Skyrim theme. <laughs> and then it was a 10 second CG trailer with throwing up the title. Da, 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 and I get it. Da, da, if, you're a, da, 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 if you're a fan da. of Fable, that is enough to let you know. Cool. But again, as a as a showcase of why the Xbox One X is a good system and a powerful system, you need more. Give us something that's at least in engine or anything to showcase something. But it was it was just it was a nothing. It was you could have just tweeted out. Oh, it was coming, it was just like get off our back. Like here here's the reveal. It's coming. But we'll I have I have one control. part that I just want to mention, and then I will cede the floor for the rest of the show. But I am so salty about this. The most disappointing part of this entire conference. Here we go. And it's not even really the fault of the conference. But first of all, fuck them all over the place for this you can't say here's moon studio and have me go oh shit we get a new ori oh, oh ori. i knew and, i knew this and, and have because first of all some some backstory ori is my absolute favorite xbox franchise across all generations fable gears of war halo they're cool ori has become my favorite xbox franchise so i was so excited i would have actually this game i would have been happy with just an ori 3 like title that would have been enough but no they come out of the big xbox showcase to let us know hey ori 2 is going to be playable next gen yeah no shit you said all your games are going to be playable 
Oh, it's an update. Frame rate. Oh, so mad. That was the second time Saki looked at the screen and got mad. So Finn, Finn are you uh, going to be okay? No. No, I'm not. I was so, so hurt. Uh, John, so, I, got, I got one thing to add before we go, go ahead. No, the please, rest, please. No, I, I don't Jeff, have ahead, much of an opinion on the rest of the games. I thought most of the show, nothing looked bad, but I had almost no reaction to most of what they showed just because I didn't see enough. Um, but because I know this keeps coming up in the conversation and I even addressed it and criticized a bit for this, but so I might contradict myself. Um, but we keep talking about like this game wasn't a good showcase for the series X and this, you know, we want to see the power of next gen, but and I understand that Microsoft has really been pushing the Series X, but I think what we need to realize and what they haven't really communicated is this isn't really an Xbox Series X showcase. This is a Game Pass showcase. Right, right. And yeah. that's all yes. everything they do from now on, no matter what they say, yes. it's to get you to buy their games and subscribe to Game Pass. They honestly yep. don't care that much if you buy a Series X. Like Destiny. Destiny yep. is a perfect example of that. Yep. And I got to tell you, like more, more, more power to them because end of the day, as disappointed as I was in this overall showcase, Game Pass is far and away the greatest thing that has ever come to gaming. It's the best it's bang for your buck in the industry. Like, and it is exactly. Yeah. Single best reason to buy an Xbox because, again, mm -hmm. every game shown will be on Game Pass. And that's what matters. Yep. So it doesn't matter if you, because you no longer have to drop $60, 70 to try out a game. It's on Game Pass. And that is alone worth me getting the system. Uh, honestly, like, like Xbox has done more for games conservation than Sony and Nintendo combined. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. By far. And I wish Sony and Nintendo would take some fucking cues from Xbox in that regard. I don't understand how they um, don't. I, like, I don't. I, I, just, I don't. I don't. Game Gold was a straight copycat of PlayStation Plus. Why not use PlayStation Now and transform it into your own Game Pass? And I'm I'm saying right this is like as like a huge Nintendo stand. Like Nintendo Online fucking sucks. It just sucks. Like it's just not good. And uh, it, it oh, but can it suck if I'm, it barely exists? I mean it 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 exists. Like yeah, like it yeah. It's it sucks that bad. Like it barely exists and it's still shit. Um, you know, as far as the rest of the Xbox conference goes, um. You know, uh, yeah, we didn't get any. Uh, we didn't get any price reveals or uh, or release dates. However, having said that, um, I think they said what Halo releases. Do we have a release date or release week for Halo? Uh, it's it's, it's simultaneous with the Xbox. Yeah. I think it's just no November. There's no just November. Yeah. But, okay, um, they didn't even say November. They just said holiday 2020. I, most, I'm betting. I'm betting so it's like the second week. Most of people November. have been connecting right. with dots because there's about four or five big games that are all releasing. I think it's like the week of the 13th to 17th or something like that. It's it's. It's yeah, the thirteenth and seventeenth. There's a whole lot of games that are releasing that have like Xbox uh, marketing deals and stuff Real that seem delicious. that Assassin's yeah, it's Valhalla, Cyberpunk twenty, Assassin's Creed, Cyberpunk, who's a uh, like Yakuza seven, all uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's there's a lot of fire from the retailer listings for those, but nothing has been officially um officially confirmed. So, yeah, like I um So what's John, what's the other we should pick like one more big game from this that we want to talk about. I don't know uh if anyone so, has suggestions. So so I, so well, I actually wanted to mention one more thing about Fable actually. Um I and, and and kind of gauge everybody's reaction on, and I want to kick it to Brittany first because I know she's excited about it. 
I, 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 there are a lot of rumors circulating around, and I personally have been told by people I trust that this is an MMO of some kind. Like, like I, I hope I, not. I don't know exactly what that looks like. Like, are we talking MMO like Destiny or like World? Of I Warcraft? don't know. I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Um, I'm willing to bet it's not like a World of Warcraft type deal. Um, but maybe, maybe like, maybe like, you, maybe, right, like maybe like maps that are instanced for like 16 to 32 players at a time. Um, with like you know one hub or like you know central hubs that you know cities that act as I I don't know but but I I I I have heard that it is uh I have heard that it is an MMO uh and you know I I don't I honestly like I I think it's a good thing like 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 if that holds true I think it's a good thing especially like it could be something like Sea of Thieves you know which has you know heavy MMO elements to it but. Brittany, you don't look like you're too like you're too sold on this. Because I, it's the same reason why I haven't started PSO two. I can only play so many MMOs at once before I start feeling overwhelmed. Um, it's why I never got into Destiny because Final Fantasy fourteen is my MMO, obviously. Um, so I, I mean, I can see it being like a Destiny type. MMO where you grind to get gear and stuff, but like that's yeah. not what Fable games are about. Like, like you get married in Fable, you can have kids. Like, I mean, you can get. I mean, to be fair, MMO, like, to be fair, you can get married in Final Fantasy fourteen. But I mean, but that's like different. Like, you, you can get right. married to NPCs in right. in Fable, or at least you can get STDs in Fable. How are you going to get that online? <laughs> well, so before we go too far with the MMO talk, I just want to so, mention that we do have our friend Sam in chat, who's uh very in touch with the Xbox um, industry and, and quite often has some information. It's, he says there's, it's, it's his MMO. job. Yeah. It's an MMO. If you consider being able to summon your friend, an MMO. So there will be some level of multiplayer interactivity, but it sounds like it's not really. Yeah. I think it's just going to be a regular like, yeah. table game. I think I'm willing, to bet, I, I'm willing to bet the online elements are probably a little bit more than that. But, 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 but again, like, I don't think that it's a, like, I don't think like it's a fucking world of Warcraft or anything. Um, I'm, I'm not saying that at all. Justin, go ahead. So just the one thing a pushback, they had a big, multiplayer focused fable game in yep. development they canceled that game and closed the studio like <laughs> I, I don't know i like that's i'm not holding to the up the mmo rumors sure. too much because it, i mean look i'm gonna wait till they give us their pitch for it because mm-hmm. sometimes like hey there's gonna be online elements can get blown up like or they're you know, planned like and, and they change so, their mind. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. And then they change. So like, I'm going to, before I, I'm not even going to really speculate on it because we don't know how it's going to manifest so, in game. So, so here, so aside from, aside from things that I have heard, here are the things that kind of make me, that kind of make me wonder about its MMO status is one. It's not called Fable 4. It's just called Fable, but that's common. Um, I mean, it's a reboot. Games to seem accessible and not like, oh, I have to play the first three. But, but you know, on the other hand, you know, I mean, when did Fable three come out? It was like 2012, right? Like 2011. A long time ago. It was a long long time ago. I think it was Um, 2011. Was it 2011? Games as a service were not anywhere near back then what they are now. They weren't anywhere near as important, and they weren't anywhere near as uh, ubiquitous. 
uh, and a, and a big part of Xbox's strategy moving forward are games as a service, platform as a service. Uh, so adding adding some serious online functionality to Fable tracks with their business plan. Um, you know, and and again, right? Like, but serious online stuff doesn't mean MMO. But sure, but at the same time, like it, I, I would consider, for example, Destiny to be an MMO. But I wouldn't I wouldn't put it in the same bucket as you know, World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy. Well, then, um, I mean, we can, like, there, there's no consensus on the terms. We could probably agree that there's no way Microsoft's going to release this as a completely offline 25-hour single-player RPG, right? There's going to be more to yeah, it with the than first that. One, what, the first we, one you, I mean, the third one, you could play as yourself or you can invite a buddy. Mm-hmm. So, You know, we can just, I think we can all agree that it was a missed opportunity uh, to, to, well, no, like they should have replaced the A in Fable with a four. I think we can all we can all agree I that agree. that would have been that would have been yeah. a badass move. Yeah, that's that's some gamer shit right there. Like that's and everybody would have known that. Imagine if you revealed a game and we would we could just know what it was like. Like imagine would, if when a game, game got announced, you could just kind of have an idea of what the game was. Wouldn't that imagine what a world that would be with the Xbox, like? as a whole it was like you got these cool cgs but you didn't get to see a lot of like gameplay like uh, like for instance soccer 2 i was like this looks cool you know like at the beginning i was like maybe silent hillish with you know the ash coming down and everything but then it's just like okay it's just a cg game looks cool and then uh, but, but I mean, that like, that was all their trailers was CG shit, and that's cool. But like, let me see what let me see what your next console has to offer. And that's what was disappointing about this conference is it was just visually sure it looks great. I expect that from a next gen console. As far as gameplay, I'm not quite sold because the only real gameplay we saw was Halo, and that was meh. It wasn't like right. It didn't sell me. So does uh, we're 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 getting close to our time here. Does anybody uh, have anything else they wanted to add about Xbox or Nintendo or me? Tell me why it looks cool. Then, oh, I was letting Peachia talk about tell me why because it does. You call her Peachia? That's her Twitter handle. Call her Brittany. That's her name. Uh, Fine, I got a peach on my shirt. He's on brand we call finn by his last name yeah yeah i'm so sorry that i want to drive traffic to her twitter so her her uh rate grows like i'm so sorry that i'm anyway uh everwild was my favorite game shown but i think medium was a close second medium yes that that game i thought does what i was hoping and what i a lot of the ps5 reveals games did well which was even though it wasn't a gameplay trailer it was a game that after watching the trailer you had a really good grasp of what the game was. And I thought Medium had a really cool hook and and really made me invested in, in learning more. Exactly. And I really liked that about it. And also, Everwild just reminds me of the show The Dragon Prince. Yes, it did me too! Oh, such strong vibes on that. And yes. finally, uh, my overall review, I posted it on Twitter earlier, but I feel like it needs to be said for posterity, is that I my official review of the Xbox Showcase is no bug snacks out of 10, and therefore, what are you even doing? What's the point? Right. Thank you. So quick that. thing to mention, because Sam is also screaming about it in chat, and I think we'd be remiss if I didn't um, 
mention it, but Obsidian announced a new AAA RPG. What are you, um, what are you talking about, Justin? Skyrim was already announced for next gen. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that was cool. That, I think, was probably the... Well, Stalker 2 existing was probably the most but Stalker surprising 2 was announced. announcement for me. Yeah, it was announced years ago and was supposed to be out by now. Okay. Uh, Stalker 2 is has been a thing for a very long time that I don't believe is real. Um, but, I mean, seeing that was... I was blindsided, but Obsidian showing off their new DLC, showing off Grounded, and their new AAA game. Like, Obsidian's really showing that, you know they can put out some stuff and that's a very beloved studio that I think is going to do really well for Xbox. And interesting on uh, that's avowed, right? Is there their new single player? Avowed. It's, yes, yeah. avowed. it's confirmed to be set in pillars of eternity. Yes. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like, like we, we saw very, a br- very brief vertical slice of that game. So like, I, I don't, I can't say too much about it yet. But it looks cool. Like it, it definitely looks like Skyrim. Like I, I, I got some serious, right? Like right, Brit. Like I, I got some serious Skyrim vibes from the, like you know one hand holding a sword and the other so, hand's like you know got your magic going on. Like, was that part actually I, gameplay or was that just like a pre-rendered mock-up? I, I think it was just CG. Uh, oh, was it just CG? I, okay. I don't know. But, I, I don't know if it was CG. It might have been in engine. I don't think it was raw gameplay, but mm-hmm. I think it was representative yeah. of what yeah. the game will look like. I just am really surprised uh disappointed actually that we that between sony and microsoft we haven't seen deep down yet that's a game i've been really oh. looking forward to oh what about agent i'm For, really or looking a- forward agent. To I'm agent really excited about agent and deep down uh but uh, we got to start wrapping up here finn uh finn go ahead i just i i know uh our, our friend of the show jeff grubb made a great post where he was like do you think the jeff people grubb doesn't rare... make good posts yes he does he goes do you think the people <laughs> at rare who always hear that we should make a new viva pinata and ignore them have seen the uh response to bug snacks and just like kick themselves nonstop? <laughs> thank you i wanted that was my dream was a new viva pinata game i fucking love viva pinata so good Man, viva pinata pharaoh viva... was saying the same thing Viva Pinata exactly. 3 is actually just going to be a mobile gotcha game. And 2 doesn't even count. It's mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, we are bumping up against our 1030 time here. A uh, little housekeeping real quick. Um, I'm going to be uh, at some point this weekend <laughs> uh, streaming a playthrough of Eternal Darkness on GameCube. Uh, because oh, nice. I'm fucking tired of waiting for that game to get an HD up-res. And I went out it's and hunted it. It's not, but that game fucking rules. Uh, so I am going to stream that, and after that, I'm going. I'm going to stream some horror games. I'm going to stream. Uh, after that, I'm going to stream Fatal Frame Two on PS2, which is probably to this day one of the scariest experiences I've ever had. Oh my god, um, that game is fucking terrifying. Uh, Fatal Frame on Switch, please, Nintendo, for the love of God. Um, but uh, and next week we have Bronson on uh, the podcast, which I'm really uh excited about um <laughs> i i'm very excited about having oh, i'm, I'm fucking terrified i'm but so busy next Listen, if you need to boot him and get me in because he's being too Bronson. wild i'll be here don't worry it's, about it yeah i feel like I'm, we have an army of people ready to just throw down on bronson i'm very excited to ha- to welcome bronson to the podcast next week 
I've just very happy about that. And uh, the week after that, we've got uh, we're gonna have Blaine on, uh, and I that I am nice. legitimately excited about. Yeah. Um, wow, unlike Bronson, <laughs> like, hey, next week we're gonna have Bronson on, yeah. but the week after, I'm legitimately excited. <laughs> oh, oh I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I have I have valid reason to not be excited for Bronson because he just openly admitted his first move will be a dab. So. I'd like so to point now, out, yeah. we did not even mention that. Oh. 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 <laughs> the look on oh. Brittany's face just now. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right. I guess I guess we're done. She's All right. Good night, everybody. She's coming back. Great. <laughs> okay, here I am. Uh, I'll, stop, oh I'll stop dabbing when we get Fable gameplay. Sorry, oh. Finn. Oh, that's fair. Wow. Finn, it, Finn is literally not able to chat for the rest of the night. <laughs> oh, fit on time I, because i banned him in chat for 10 minutes hey if you ban me as a moderator do i lose my moderator status i hope so let's find out we're gonna find out <laughs> we're gonna find uh, out i guess we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna find out right now no i don't think you lose your moderator status but having said that if you keep it i'll be sure to remove it uh for that for that that's the price you pay for dabbing finn but <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but uh but yeah no so that's all we got tonight uh and, and uh Brittany, thank you so much for for joining us we had a lot of fun one thing we have to mention is final fantasy 7 remake they're working on the second part full, full time production. Can't, full production can't wait to play it in 2025 it's going to be fantastic I'm gonna be fucking fifty years old by the time the last. I don't. Comes out. I don't care how long it takes out. I'm so uh, yeah, fucking exactly. excited. I'm so exactly. excited. Yeah, the same. first one was so good. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was great being here. Um, like obviously I love you guys, but the community is awesome, and that's one of the main reasons why I stuck around. Um, so thanks, thank you guys for having me, and thanks you to the community for always being amazing. Fuck you! Why are you dabbing in art? Sympathy moment. I am literally going to ban Finn from the chat permanently if he does it. Finn has just proven no. the community is far better Wait. than we are. So everybody is great except for Finn. Community great except for Finn. You can put the sock on your shoulder all you want. That's not going to replace anything. <laughs> John, quick, take us off before someone gets murdered. All right. So that was poetry. We don't always agree, but we always keep it real. Good night. <laughs>